And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day. Magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. It is the week of September 25th, 2023, and I'm back with a brand new episode ready to talk some Disney. The Disney World Today podcast coming to you weekly. I've been able to crank out these episodes weekly now for about a year. I've been... uh, Really, really sticking to it. Uh, whereas if you're listening to some of these earlier episodes, um, those are pretty rough. And back then, like, I I was just getting out an episode, like, maybe once every couple weeks. It wasn't, like, on a certain day. I was just kind of getting them out when I could. Uh, but I'm kind of glad I was able to kind of get a uh, get a schedule kind of set in stone. But before we get into it, got to plug everything now. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Disney World Today. It's all one word. My DMs on Instagram are always open. Feel free to stop by and say hi. Let me know what you think of the show. If you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, prepping for your next Disney vacation on your way to Disney, that's that makes me feel so good when I hear that, when you guys reach out and be like, hey, I have a, a Disney trip coming up, so I'm listening to your podcast, you know, to kind of, you know, mentally prepare or get in the zone or you know, kind of count down the days. That's That makes me feel pretty cool, pretty special. Uh, so follow me on there. If you have ideas for the show, episode ideas, top 10 lists, send them to me there. Um, it seems like every week now it's a, the episode is based on a suggestion from one of you guys. Also, if you can hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review. If you do write me a review over on the, uh, the Apple iTunes podcast page, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Also, if you'd like to support me, support the show. If you like what you're hearing, you want to donate, uh, buy me a coffee, anything like that. Um, the link to do do so is in my Spotify homepage or in my Instagram bio. Last week on the pod, we talked about replacing Stitch's Great Escape, one of the attractions in Tomorrowland that even after all the D23 talk, uh, that we covered a couple weeks ago on the podcast, you still don't really hear too much about, like, is it going away for good? Is it gone? Is it closed? You know, we kind of heard a little bit about it, like, you know, it it was closed and then they reopened it, like, during Christmas or during, like, their busy periods. So we spent last week's episode kind of brainstorming, becoming an Imagineer and being like, hey, you know what? We had all these new announcements at D23, all these new things are coming. The Disney companies is investing billions in expanding their parks. So let's talk about how we're going to, you know, replace Stitch's Great Escape, an attraction I feel like kind of just flopped from the beginning. Um, you know, that ride type is an interesting one. I don't know if anything would work long-term. You know, Alien Counter is cool now in the the nostalgia of it, but if you rode that and you're around my age, like you were terrified. I'm pretty sure I only did Alien Encounter once because as a five-year-old, I probably went on that and pooped my pants and I probably wasn't, you know, willing to go back on because that same exact alien would scare the crap out of me on the great movie ride. And it's like, okay, definitely not going on that. So now that, you know, I'm a dad and I have a son who's a month old, it's like, you know, if Alien Encounter was there, I I don't think I would, I I wouldn't want him to go on that until he's a little older. And then once you do go on that, is that is that a ride that you could do over and over again? You know, Stitch's Great Escape was the same ride type, but the rewritability of something like that, I don't know. I just feel like it's not that great. So we had some fun. We brainstormed. Um, It's always fun coming up with 
ideas for new attractions. Uh, if you haven't listened already, it's available everywhere. Last week's episode was courtesy of a listener. Um, and just like this week, again, you guys coming in clutch. I mentioned it weeks ago. I said, hey, guys, if you have ideas for the show, send them to me because, you know, my, my wife at that time um, was due to give birth any day. You know, if she gives birth, our son, we have a one-month-old, six, six weeks old. Um, so my life is very, very hectic right now, very chaotic. Um, and my list of topic ideas like that I keep in my phone, like it was kind of dwindling down a little bit. And, you know, sometimes I have a hard time deciding what I'm going to do. And it's a lot easier when you guys just reach out and be like, Hey, I have an idea. Here it is. And then boom, I'm like, perfect. Love it. So that's what we're doing again today. Today's episode is courtesy of Smurfy Pyrex 98 on Instagram. They reached out to me, um, gave me a bunch of ideas for some, for some different episodes. And what I loved, uh, is they were like, uh, she said, I've been listening to your pod for a few months in preparation for the trip I'm currently on. And congratulations on the little one, by the way. So that's what I'd love to hear. I mentioned it uh, earlier, like for in preparation for the trip that you're currently on, you're currently in Walt Disney World listening to my podcast. Man, that is that is so cool to me. That just blows my mind. It makes me feel like a rock star. I'm not even going to lie. So glad I can kind of help provide a little extra Disney magic. And they gave me the perfect idea for this week's episode. It kind of kind of uh, connects to the last two weeks. Things at Disney you're afraid will be gone next. That's something I think about all the time. Like, oh man, especially recently, all the changes coming to Disney. You know, after Splash Mountain, it seems like, oh man, like what classic attraction or what which one of my favorite attractions, you know, could be taken away next. So that's what we're gonna we're going to be talking about today. Again, thank you to Smurfy Pyrex98 on Instagram for the idea, and here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Things at Disney World you're worried that will be taken away next. If you've been listening and, and following the pod weekly, it, it kind of follows a trend that I'm on right now. Um, going back a few weeks where I talked about the D23 announcements, what's coming to Disney, what's leaving. And then last week talking about Stitch's Great Escape and replacing that ride, which brings us to this week. There's got to be some attractions, shows, restaurants, random things at Disney that now you're kind of thinking like, man, I, I really hope that this never goes away, that this never changes. And it's weird because I never used to really think like that, you know, as a kid growing up. I think we all just kind of assumed that some of these more popular attractions or restaurants or shows will just kind of be around forever. But if anything has, <laughs> you know, shown us recently, like it kind of seems like anything's on the table, like nothing's safe anymore. Now, I was thinking about that, you know, once they announced that Splash Mountain was getting uh, changed and rethemed, it's like, okay, like, I feel like anything could happen now, you know? Um, and I was thinking, too, like, before uh, I started recording, I was thinking, like, oh, man, I, what am I, you know, worried about going away? And then I was thinking, like, if I were to name some of my favorite rides or restaurants or just random things at Disney, you know, five, six years ago, a lot of them are gone. 
was like, wow, okay, what are my favorite restaurants at Walt Disney World? ESPN Club at Boardwalk, that was my number one. My favorite breakfast places were Trails End Buffeteria at Fort Wilderness and The Wave at the Contemporary. All three of those are gone within a matter of like three years. Like, dang, wow, that kind of sucks. You know, those are my favorite restaurants. You know, ride-wise, always loved Splash Mountain. It was never my number one, but it was always like in the top five. You know, that one's gone. The original Test Track, that got rethemed. It's getting rethemed again. Like, who knows, you know, how this next version of Test Track is going to be. Dinosaur, one of my favorite attractions. Let's just all assume that that's, you know, I know it's still technically a rumor, but come, let's, let's be honest, that one's going to change. Like, wow. You know, some of my favorite things have uh, have been changed and removed over the last few years. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. You know, what's next? What are some things at Walt Disney World that you're kind of afraid that are going to change, that you'd be sad to see go? Um, I'm going to try to be somewhat realistic. Like, so, for example, like Space Mountain. Like, I would be devastated if Space Mountain um, was changed or, you know, or gone from, from Disney. But... I just, I feel like that's not going to happen anytime soon. I don't see any reason for them to ever do that. Um, So I'm going to try to keep things kind of realistic, like have some reasoning as to why, you know, I would be sad and why, you know, why I think that could be next. I'm going to try to kind of separate it from like uh, attractions, shows, like park stuff, and then like hotels, restaurants, and trying to kind of, you know, categorize it that way. But the first thing on my list here... I have, well, let's start, let's start the Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom, the most iconic Disney theme park, you know, it, it has a good mix of things that were there, like when I was five years old and new things, you know, uh, but unfortunately, like, I feel like it's just going to continue to change throughout the years. But the first one on my list here at the Magic Kingdom is the Tomorrowland Speedway. That's one of those, I feel like the rumors have been around for years about being changed into something else you know it i just i just have a a soft spot in my heart for the tomorrowland speedway i I have some good memories you know being a kid like that's like where we all like the first time we you know drove a car was at the tomorrowland speedway like remember that first time you rode it feeling like you were driving something on your own it was such a special feeling i think there's still a, a section of people who do want the tomorrowland speedway to change what would they do would they would they do like a simple re-theme? Like, I don't know, because the big thing everyone talks about is changing that into like some sort of Cars-themed attraction. But the thing is, it's it's part of Tomorrowland, and I know it's kind of border uh, borders um, like New Fantasyland, but the Tomorrowland Speedway is so iconic, like, I don't know, I, like, I don't even want to see it become Cars. You know, I, I like Cars, I like the franchise, they have enough Cars at the parks. You know, Disneyland has the, uh, the Cars attraction there, that's great. You know, we have Art of Animation with a Cars-themed, you know, hotel. I don't want to see the Tomorrowland Speedway change. I feel like there's no reason for it to change. Like, the, are there kids out there, young kids, complaining about this attraction? I don't think so. I think it's, like, adults, teenage, like, people around my age are like, no, they should change it because it's boring or, you know, it's not, there's no theming. Like, to a kid, like, we were all there. I remember riding that with my dad and thought it was so cool and I remember like riding with my dad and him letting me you know steer like whoa this is cool and then letting him you know him letting me now work the pedals and steer and then eventually riding it by myself that first time like that was a big deal like I I didn't know it was on a track 
I thought I was driving this car. I was terrified of crashing this car. You know, they look like race cars. It looks like you're on an actual racetrack. You know, they theme it like a, a racetrack with like the, the leaderboard sign and everything. It's a long track and I love everything about it. You know, I come from a car family, like a whole family that, you know, my dad was a mechanic for 40 years, you know, race cars, stuff like that. I've always thought was cool. I love the smell of the engines and stuff. So I'd be sad uh, if the Tomorrowland Speedway were to ever change. And if I'm going through the list of attractions at the Magic Kingdom, attractions, shows and stuff like if they were to do something next, I feel like that would probably be on their short list of things to change. You know, speaking of Tomorrowland and the Speedway, I might as well just say it, like Tomorrowland in general, I, I would be really sad. I'm kind of worried um, that it's going to start to change. You know, it, it seems like it's one of those lands that Disney's kind of been tinkering with, or you hear rumors about them changing and adding stuff. If they're going to do anything to Tomorrowland, just add to it, you know, like I mentioned, like get rid of Stitch's Great Escape, you know, add something fresh in there. You don't really have to do much. I feel like it still is a good, fresh representation of a Tomorrowland, especially at night. The colors, the sounds, I think it's great. Now, I know they redid it, like, I want to say like in the early 90s, something around there. I know they've messed around with like the, the Tomorrowland and Disneyland, but Tomorrowland, Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom... Please just keep it the same. If, if not, just add to it, not really change anything. You know, sticking with the Magic Kingdom here, something else that I, I'm worried um, that would be, you know, that's next to be kind of taken away or changed is just re-theming of some of the classics. You know, we're, we're starting to see Disney really kind of put their foot down in adding characters or movies to all of their attractions. It kind of used to be like, oh, you know, the classics and stuff, those are going to stay the same, but all the new stuff is going to be based on a character or a movie. But now we're kind of seeing, like, Disney doesn't mind changing what they currently have and just re-theming it. And it's like, oh, boy, okay. It's like, you know, Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, Pirates, Jungle Cruise, like some of these classic attractions, I am a little worried that eventually they're going to, you know, either add to them or retheme them like i don't want to see the haunted mansion filled with characters from the movie you know i don't want to be i don't i don't want to see thunder mountain change to a retheme of you know something you know some movie some characters like just keep it the way it is it's okay to have some original attractions there but um as far as magic kingdom that's all i really have for that park so i'm going to move on and head over to epcot now things i'm worried could be changed or taken away living with the land living with the land i feel like over the last handful of years three years or so has really gained popularity on social media and stuff like growing up you know even till i'm in, in like my mid-20s like no one ever talked about living with the land now it seems like everyone's kind of on the same page like we like it you know, we love it. It has a cult following. We find it relaxing. We find it interesting. Um, that one, though, like in Disney's eyes, does Disney see that? Does Disney understand like the social media presence that Living with the Land has? Do they recognize it has like a cult following now? And you can buy, you know, go on Etsy or Tee Public, and you, there's Living with the Land shirts everywhere. Does Disney realize that? I don't know. It 
it's one of those Epcot attractions, you know, it's one of the few now that has kind of been the same ride for, you know, decades. And if, if you're old enough to remember like me, you used to have a cast member riding on the boat with you and they were your, like your narrator and your guide. And they got rid of that. Now it's just like the, uh, the audio narration and stuff. Um, again, though, it's just one of those, every time I ride it, I'm kind of thinking like, okay, you know, is Disney going to announce like the changing of this? You know, especially in that land pavilion, it does seem kind of, even with Soren and living in the land with there, I don't know. It, it seems like it's kind of empty, you know? It seems like Disney wouldn't mind putting in something that draws more of a crowd. You know, I don't know, kind of like the behind the scenes or behind the seeds, uh, pun intended. Like, is, is that ride sustainable? Like, do they have to put a lot of work into keeping that attraction going, you know, with all the crops and animals and stuff? Is it, uh, you know, a lot of work to keep that one up and running? You know, Disney could look at that and be like, you know, why are we spending all this money on this, you know, attraction that doesn't draw that many guests and we can put in, you know, a simulator or something and draw, you know, draw in a, bu a, a bunch more people and, you know, save money in the long run. So that's what I'm worried about. The Probably the most at Epcot um, is living with the land. Next on my list here is Spaceship Earth. Now, I'm not against them maybe adding some updates and upgrades. You know, they had kind of like those rumors a couple years ago. I want to say it was like maybe pre-pandemic about kind of revamping Spaceship Earth. And I'm not totally against it. I would just be worried that Spaceship Earth as we know it would be taken away and just be completely gutted and completely changed. I know it's not the most entertaining. It's not the most exciting there's just something about it, though. It just kind of still has that classic Epcot feel. And I think, again, now, social media and everything, it's it's iconic. You know, the Phoenicians, the different characters. Like, those characters from the attraction are now super popular. You know, again, go on Etsy, go on Public, go on all these independent, you know, t-shirt sites. And you're finding, you know, stuff with space Spaceship Earth references. So, I, I'm not necessarily worried uh, that they would add some changes you know but i'd be worried that they're just going to completely change it altogether. like it would be com a completely different ride as i'm going through my list here with epcot <laughs> the sad thing is like a lot of my favorite things have already been changed you know attraction wise like maelstrom gone um the original test track gone um even not even attractions, electric umbrella restaurant, my favorite restaurant, gone. Areas, the fountain, um, you know, the backside of Spaceship Earth with the, was it the Fountain of Nations? And, you know, the, the big fountain with the music, interventions, that whole area, gone, completely different. So the last thing I have on my list here for Epcot is the area around the Figment Journey into Imagination ride. Um, so basically that... Um, imagination pavilion area and specifically i think right outside of the exit they have like those water fountains that shoot like the like the streams of water from like concrete uh you know like uh from one area to another like they shoot over the walkway and over people's heads that whole area i've just always loved like because it reminds me of being a kid at epcot 
with the music and seeing the water, you know, fly through the air and land in the little chutes and, you know, continue on to the next one. You know, there's like the flowers, you can see the monorail, the, you know, the glass building. Like, it's such a cool area that, one, it reminds me of being a kid at Epcot. But two, I, I, again, it kind of has that classic Epcot feel where it doesn't seem too dated to me. It's, it's classic Epcot, yet still kind of feels new and modern and futuristic. And I'm just a little worried that they're going to, you know, change like an area like that. Like, look at all the changes going through Epcot. Like I mentioned, like the, in, uh, the interventions area with the fountain, that whole area is completely different. You know, the, they're making changes around World Showcase. They're making changes in the front of the park. So I feel like maybe it's a matter of time before they kind of redo that area. Now, I was going to put Figment and Journey into Imagination on this list, but the fact that they just added a Figment meet and greet um, to the exit of that attraction makes me feel like it's going to be around a little bit longer at least. And again, I feel like maybe it's one of those attractions, if anything, they'll just redo it, not completely change it. So that's why I didn't add it on my list here. Next on my list here, things at Disney World I'm worried will be taken away next. Let's head over to Hollywood Studios. I actually accidentally wrote down MGM here, so you guys know um, that, that I still do that. Uh, but at Hollywood Studios, Muppet Vision 3D. That one, it's not my favorite ride. It's not my favorite 3D show. Do I see it more than once during a trip? Probably not. That being said, I still don't want it to go. And I would still be worried, I still am worried, that that's like on the chopping block. Like if they're going to be making all these changes and they're at Hollywood Studios, what do you think the first thing that's going to go is? I feel like Muppet Vision has to be at the top of their list. It's, it might be the oldest attraction in Hollywood Studios. It, it does seem a little dated now. It, it never draws a huge crowd. It's the Muppets, you know... I was talking with my buddies on Instagram, like, are the Muppets, like, still a thing? You know, when we were growing up, if you're around my age, the Muppets were super popular, even older than me. You know, the Muppets were very popular, pop culture, cartoons, movies, just, they were everywhere. Is that still the case? I don't know. Like, they did those two recent Muppet movies, and I don't think they really did that well. But, you know, I could be wrong. So... If they're going to do something to Hollywood Studios, that area, you know, it's really close to the, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like, I feel like they're going to do something with Muppet Vision. Um, and I'm worried that one will go. It, again, it's it's just one of those. It I feel good knowing that it's still there, even if it's not my favorite, even if I'm not going to see it multiple times a trip. I just feel good knowing it's there. You, you, you know what I mean? It, it, similar to Epcot, like it represents classic MGM Studios to me, and I, I don't want the park to just be all new stuff. I, you need a little bit of nostalgia. You need a little bit of that classic feel to it. Um, so for those reasons, I do hope that they keep it. I do hope um, that it's there for the long run. And if they do decide to do something with it. Again, maybe they just kind of revamp it and put a new Muppet show in there with, you know, you can kind of pay tribute to the previous show, keep the, the same type of setup 3D show, um, and, you know, can kind of take it from there. Next, this is a big one. I'm actually, man, I'm counting down the days almost. I'm very worried. Rock and Roller Coaster. 
Like, I've talked about it on this podcast before. I've had people tell me it's not a matter of if, it's when. Like, this ride is going to be changed. It's going to be rethemed. Just when is that going to happen now? I don't know. I don't know if they know. It is just a matter of time, like, like Steven Tyler has had some stuff come out in the in the media now that kind of makes him look bad. Disney seems like they're ready to cut ties with him and cut ties with Aerosmith and just update it in general. Um, and, and again, it's one of those, if they did change it, they're just going to re-theme it and it's going to be the same ride. You know, it's still going to be an indoor coaster that's not getting changed. But the fact that it wouldn't be rock and roller coaster, it wouldn't be Aerosmith. Who knows if the giant red guitar would even still be out there? I don't, you know, I don't know. That would hurt me. That one would definitely hurt me because, you know, for the longest time growing up, that was probably, you know, in my teenage, young teenage years, that might have been my favorite ride because I was, you know, getting a little older. I loved roller coasters. I wanted to go fast. I wanted to go upside down. You know, I started playing the drums. Me and my buddy Brian had a band. Like that, it was perfect for me, absolutely perfect. That you know, it was my favorite attraction. It was, it was MGM Studios. It was the cool park to go to. They had Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror and Star Tours. These cool, you know, kind of more thrilling rides. So I am very worried that the next set of announcements that come out, like Rock and Roller Coaster, is going to be at the top of the list of things that are going to be, you know, changed or taken away. Aerosmith is uh, one of my fa- uh, one of my sister's favorite bands. It's one of those bands where growing up riding it riding in the car with my mom, uh, it was one of those bands that we could all listen to and all enjoy. You know what I mean? Like she had uh, she had like Aerosmith CDs and we'd put an Aerosmith greatest hits CD in and we could all listen to it and we would all enjoy it and it's probably because of rock and roller coaster for me and my sister you know we're not old enough to you know know Aerosmith music in its prime Um, and my sister actually had tickets to go see them live uh, here in Chicago a few weeks ago and I think five days before the show they announced it was canceled because Steven Tyler like heard his vocal cords and they rescheduled it for February that's a big difference from September to February and she was so sad uh, it was like part of like her birthday present, so she's looking forward to February now. Hopefully, um, Steven Tyler can make it there and uh, put it on a show here in Chicago. Also at Hollywood Studios, things I'm a little worried about. Not you know now that it's back, not as much, but Fantasmic. Now let's think about it. Like nighttime shows at the Walt Disney World theme parks, Magic Kingdom wishes gone. Happily Ever After was gone for a while and now back epcot illuminations gone phantasmic's the one that's still standing and this is one of those before the pandemic uh, i had a friend tell me he told me a few things one splash mountain was getting changed two rock and roller coaster was getting changed and three to see phantasmic while i could because that one would be um, you know, getting changed eventually as well. And like the pandemic, you know, shook a lot of things up, maybe changed a lot of Disney's plans. Who knows what they're thinking now? You know, Fantasmic, it's one of those like, would they change it? It's still like a packed, sold out show every night. But then I think like Wishes was like that, Happily Ever After was like, Illuminations was like that. There was always a crowd. So yeah, I think if if they wanted to, yeah, they would change it even knowing that, you know, 
it's a sold out show every night. Phantasmic is one. I think it's my it's my wife's favorite. the The music is great. The choreography, the special effects. Um, it's just one of those because it's been there so long, and because Disney seems like they like to change up things. You know, maybe they want to add some new characters, some new choreography, new music, whatever. Maybe they're going to change it. Maybe they're going to add some changes to Phantasmic. So that is the the last thing at Hollywood Studios I had on my list here. Muppets, Rock and Roller Coaster, Phantasmic, all things, you know, I'm worried about. Probably, too, because Hollywood Studios is the park that's changing the most. Um, so some of these older attractions, it just kind of seems like a matter of time. All right, Animal Kingdom now. If I would have done this episode a couple months ago, my number one and only would have would have been Dinosaur. So let's assume that the rumors are true and that one's being taken away. And Dinoland USA in general is going to be taken away and replaced by um, uh, Indiana Jones and a South America land there. So what else uh, could I be worried about? I think... I don't know because you know what what's left at Animal Kingdom to change. I don't even know. You know the Kilimanjaro Safari. I don't see them changing. I don't know how they would change that. You know maybe again maybe just by adding some sort of IP to it, which I, again I'm against. Same thing with Expedition Everest. Like they better not change that. They better not add some stupid character to it. No, it's perfect the way it is. Probably the one, the main one for me would be Rafiki's Planet Watch. You know, the more I think about that one, it seems like it's always been an under-the-radar attraction. Um, it's never really that crowded. It seems like people still don't really know about it. You know, you take a train to the other side of the park, kind of seems like you're in the middle of nowhere, and it's like all these cool things over there, and it's not very crowded. And because of that, it seems like, you know, they're putting a lot of effort and money and stuff into that attraction and they're not getting the return you know you take the train over and it's it takes up a lot of land and you can walk around and see you know like there's like that big building there you can see them um you know a bunch of dis different animal facts and you know the one time I was there we saw them like operating like on a bird or or a turtle or something um then you can kind of go outside and there's like a petting zoo area with uh, like goats and pigs and stuff. And you can pet them with these like brushes. And it's like, wow, this is really cool. There's not that many people that go on this. So I'm worried that Disney again will look at it and be like, hey, we're spending a lot of money keeping this, you know, with the upkeep on this attraction. We're, you know, we're using a lot of resources, a lot of cast members. Why don't we just close this and put in, you know, something else, a show. Uh, a simulator who knows again maybe it would be a fun ride maybe it would be a cool show but just Rafiki's Planet, Planet Watch it's one of those things that it's so unique I like having it in the park I like especially now that I have a son I look at all these things so much differently like do I want him to go to Animal Kingdom and go on some you know cheap Zootopia simulator ride or you know whatever movie attraction or do I want him to take him on this train walk him through this building where he can learn about different animals and different facts, maybe meet some birds and other creatures that are in there, go outside in, into this petting zoo area and pet some goats and sheep and pigs and stuff. Like, that sounds so much better, you know? And, and for that reason, I hope it I hope it doesn't change. And again, if I'm going to guess, and, and if Disney was making a list of things to change at Animal Kingdom, that's probably, you know, up towards the top because... There's really not much else 
to change there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So as far as things outside the parks, you know, I mentioned restaurants and places to eat, you know, I'm just so confused right now. I don't know what my favorite Disney restaurant is anymore because my, my favorite ones have all closed. Um, you know, I will say a random one that um, I would be kind of sad if it was taken away. I don't know if it'll go anywhere. Is Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs. Uh, my family and I have always loved Earl of Sandwich. And part of it is that we don't have one by us. And I don't, I don't know how many there are around the United States, but I know there's one in Disney World. There used to be one at Disneyland. I don't know if it's still there. And there's one in Las Vegas. Like, those are the only ones I know. Um, but every time we would go to Disney Springs, we would like grab a sandwich and either eat there, we'd eat there for lunch a lot of times, or we'd grab one to go, bring it back to the room. You know, even if we're not hungry, you know, throw it in the fridge, have it for later. It's a great snack, you know, a sandwich you can kind of just throw in the fridge and eat whenever. Um, so I've always loved Earl's Sandwich and that whole side of Disney Springs, you know, Disney Springs has gone through so many changes you know, I don't know what to expect there anymore. It seems like things are always like kind of coming and going there, um, especially like that older side where you know Earl of Sandwiches with the original, um, the bigger Disney store that's there, uh, the World of Disney store. That whole side, like a lot of stores there, have changed too. Like I used to love, I think it was called Team Mickey. It was like a sports themed Disney store, and man, I used to love going in that store. And I wish. <laughs> I wish it would have lasted longer, like until like I was an an adult with adult money, because I'd go in there, there would be so many things I would want to buy. And this is back, you know, when I'm, you know, probably 13, 14 years old. It's a little different. Like, I'd go there and, and I would find like University of Florida stuff, which was my dream school, and I wouldn't find that at home. And you know, shopping online isn't like it was. You know, I couldn't just go online and buy University of Florida stuff super easy. Like, it wasn't that common yet. So I'd go there and I'd see all this Florida gear that I wanted to buy. Or I'd see, you know, Disney-themed sports stuff. They had Disney jerseys, Mickey Mouse basketball jerseys, and football jerseys, hockey jerseys. Like, all of this stuff uh, I always wanted to buy. I always ended up getting, like, a uh, like a baseball from there, like a themed baseball. Uh, and I used to collect those for a while. But Disney Springs, Earl's Sandwich, that's one. But moving on to the resorts... Things I'm worried about, man, it just seems like they keep adding Vacation Club to all the resorts. Um, you know, the latest one, the Polynesian, they just announced that they're probably going to um, go ahead with their plans of building a Vacation Club at Fort Wilderness. And I'm just worried about all these resorts kind of losing their, what's the word, like hominess? Does that make sense? Like the Disney resorts always had this feeling of, like even I think it was old Key West had a sign that said welcome home and that's what it always felt like like there was like a, a calm sense about it and now with building like all these vacation clubs the the resorts are getting more and more cluttered more crowded more compacted like perfect example the Swan and Dolphin they used to have so much land like those two resorts 
Um, and I used to love that resort and, you know, the pools were huge and they connected in the middle and there was a basketball court and you can kind of walk through. Now, now they built a hotel like right in the middle of those, you know, Grand Floridian, they added on Polynesian they're building now and it kind of messes with some of the sight lines and stuff. And I'm just worried that they're just going to keep building these vacation clubs. Um, it's like, I, I get it, I guess, because that's how they make money. You know, they're making money from people buying Vacation Club and staying at these more expensive resorts, but it's just something that bothers me. I will say the one that kind of worries me the most, the one I'm worried about um, being changed next is just the boardwalk area. The boardwalk area I have always loved. It's my favorite resort area. You know, you have the two parks there with Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I love that. I love being able to Yes, take a boat over there, but I love being able to walk to those resorts. I, I love walking. I, I think it's quicker. It's easier. Like my parents will take the boat. We'll walk. We'll meet them there. I just love it. it it's calm. It's peaceful. I love the shops and the food and, and stuff on the actual boardwalk. Now I will say it hurts that ESPN Club is gone. That was my all-time favorite restaurant. You know, they kind of changed around the boardwalk bakery. That one hurts as well. We used to go there all the time. And I'm just worried about them continuing to make changes there. They're adding, like there's like that ice cream store that opened up and closed and they're putting in like another ice cream store or a, a dessert shop. They added like a coffee place and they're just, they're just messing with the boardwalk. And I'm worried they're going to keep doing that. And I just don't want them to take away from that kind of calm and peaceful, relaxing vibe that I've always gotten from the boardwalk. Even at night when it's more of like a hustle and bustle and, you know, maybe you got people that are in town uh, for conventions, staying at Swan and Dolphin, you know, heading over to the boardwalk for drinks. Like something, just some about that area is, has always had a calmness. And I'm just worried that that's going to change. They're going to add on there. Cause you know, if you're thinking about hotels and vacation clubs, like where else are they going to build now? You know, they've done Coronado Springs. They've done Caribbean beach area. They've done the Polynesian Grand Floridian. They're going to do Fort Wilderness. Like, what? what is left, you know? And it's like, they're, I don't think they're going to do it at the value resorts. You know, so that kind of leaves you with Boardwalk, adding onto the Boardwalk area maybe. You know, Port Orleans, that area, messing with Port Orleans. I don't know. I, it's just, it's something kind of random and just kind of small. But just, I don't want them to take away, you know, that specialness, that hominess uh, that comes with the Disney resorts. That's pretty much all I got for things uh, I'm worried that could be taken away next. It's kind of a, I don't know how to exactly name this, uh, this episode, but that's basically it. You know, things I'm worried about um, being changed or, you know, being removed. Disney's going to be going through a lot of changes here. I don't know. It seems like what we heard from D23 is just kind of the start. Um, it'll be interesting what they do. One of them I forgot to mention at the Magic Kingdom, I believe is Frontierland. I've always loved Frontierland. Tomorrowland and Frontierland are the two I've always felt like the most connected to. They give me the most feels, you know, if that makes sense. And Splash Mountain's gone. That's being rethemed. Does Princess and the Frog fit into Frontierland? Not really. I don't think so. So now you only have Thunder Mountain, Country Bears, and like just like that stretch of shops and stuff, Tom Sawyer Island. I'm a little worried about Frontierland. Could they change Frontierland? I know they talked about and they tease about extending and expanding on Frontierland. Like, what does that mean? Like, 
the rumor is building a like villain's land or like Encanto back there, like by Thunder Mountain. And I just don't know what that's going to do to that area. Like one of the best things as a kid walking through Frontierland, you felt like you were in Frontierland. Like it was a different world. The, the music, the sounds, that stretch from, you know, Haunted Mansion to the end there where Splash Mountain is, that felt like the longest walk in the world. Like you were just walking through the Wild West and all the shops and all the little food carts and you'd see Tom Sawyer's Island and the water and you'd see and hear Splash and Thunder Mountain. You got the Country Bear Jamboree, you got the shooting arcade. You know, they're, they're changing the Country Bear Jamboree, updating it, that's probably a good thing. Um, but just that Frontierland area, even if it stays there, um, I'm just worried it's that now it's just never going to be the same. You know, maybe it'll be better, I don't know. I, I think it's whatever they're going to do is gonna kind of take away from that classic Western feel that classic Frontierland. Like when you think of Frontierland, you think of classic Disney. Disneyland, Disney World back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, whenever you were a kid. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I'm worried about that one. It just seems like it's heading in that direction. So now that's pretty much all I have on this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Kind of connects to the last few weeks, you know, um, just all the changes coming into Disney. You know, I'm sure some of them are going to be good. Some of them maybe we're not going to be too thrilled with. You know, some of them we may just have to wait and see. Um, that's kind of how I'm going to approach things. Just got to just gotta wait and see how things turn out and just hope for the best. You know, I was talking with one of you guys on Instagram about the test track retheme. And it's like, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. Cause, like the original test track is my all-time favorite. And then they changed it and it's not as good. And it's like, oh, yes, they're, they're changing it again. They're, you know, they're getting rid of this version we don't like but it's like also now it's like well what if they you know changing it for the worse again like what if it's worse than it already is like is that out of the question no i don't i don't think so but that you guys know me i'm very nostalgic i, I don't necessarily love change at disney i try to approach things with an open mind um so we'll see we'll see what happens but thank you guys for listening before i finish up i did want to give a shout out i do have a new review um Sometimes when I record it, I, I record over a couple days and it takes, there's like a delay in um, when the reviews get published. So I do have a new review. I, I want to give a shout out to Marcy Centers, uh, left a review here. She said, a Disney World pod with heart. I listened to a ton of pods about Walt Disney World to prep for a trip with my family in June of 22. When I started planning for a trip for September of 23, I found this pod. I'm so glad I did. He reminisces about his childhood at Disney, and it's delightful to hear. He's excited to bring his own family. He just had he and his wife just had a baby, and that's even more endearing. He's not attempting attempting to get your business. He's just sharing his love and a few tips along the way. So thank you for the kind words, Marcy. I do appreciate it, and I'm again like that makes me feel so good that you listen to my podcast to get ready for your trip to build that excitement because I I'm the same way. I do the same thing. I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos. I listen to Disney music, like whatever I can do to just hype myself up and get myself ready and excited for my next trip. And I'm glad I could provide that to some of you guys. And you guys know me. I'm definitely not trying to get your business. I, I wish, I wish this was my job. Don't get me wrong. Like I would quit my job in a second if I could do this full time and support my family. Um, 
but this is a passion project. I love talking Disney. It's kind of an escape for me to talk Disney with you guys. And that's why I'm always kind of promoting my Instagram. You know, if you're listening, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I just love talking Disney. It's, it's my happy place when I'm stressed, when I'm tired, you know, I think about all those good memories and all the memories I'm going to make there. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. So again, thanks for the review. If you guys are listening and haven't written a review, I, I do appreciate them all. Um, you could do so in the Apple iTunes page. You leave a rating while you're there. You can leave a rating and a, uh, uh, on Spotify as well. If you did want to support me and support the show, you could do that. You could leave a uh, monthly contribution. The links to do that are in my Spotify or my Instagram bio. Follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. TikTok as well while you're there. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Hope I was able to provide you guys with a little Disney magic. Got some fun episodes coming up. It's going to be October next week. That's crazy. But thanks for listening. Hope you come back next week. And always remember, it all started with a mouse. Mm-hmm.